Welcome to episode 82 of Gutter to Gutter Podcast. Before we jump into this episode, let me remind you to head on over to our socials and be sure to give us a follow. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and now also TikTok. I'd also like to remind you to head on over to certifiedprinting.com.au forward slash shop and look for Gutter to Gutter Podcast merch if you would like to purchase yourself any of our merchandise. This is a great way to support the show and expose us to even more people. If you would like to take your level of support one step further, you can head over to Patreon at patreon.com forward slash gutter to gutter podcast where you will find the In The Gutter tier. What will you get from In The Gutter? You'll be able to find out ahead of time who will be appearing on the podcast and ask those guest questions directly. You'll also be acknowledged on the show for the questions and extra perks will be added over time. But with all of that out of the way, let's get into this week's episode. In this episode, I'm joined by Shonky. We haven't gotten together for a long time now, and a lot has gone on in Shonky Garage in that time. On Shonk's side, we got to chat about another written-off D22, the 720 of Red Bull and Regret, and his latest Datsun to grace the stables. On my end, we get to chat about the latest advancements in the drift truck saga, and just generally caught up on a lot of stuff that I otherwise really don't get to. I'd like to say a massive thank you to everyone who listens along each and every episode and I really encourage you to reach out on either Facebook or Instagram and let me know if there's someone or something you'd like to hear more of or more from. I would also like to wish you all a safe and Merry Christmas or whatever it is that you celebrate this time of year. I hope that you have a great holiday surrounded by family and friends. With all of my blabbering out of the way, please enjoy this episode where we get to catch up with Shonky. to another episode of Gutter to Gutter Podcast. Oh, I'm Sadik, and in this episode, I'm, I'm Shonky. By, oh, there he is. We're joined <laughs> by a very familiar voice, Shonky. What's going on, man? Not much, mate. What's happening? Uh, not a great deal. Not, not a great, great deal. deal at all. It's, uh, it's been a little while since you've been on. We were just having a chat about that. It's been yeah. over a year. Yeah, over a year, right? So um, catch us up. What's been going on? <laughs> <laughs> um... Oh, there's been plenty going on. Just, I can't even comprehend where we were last time, to be honest. I, I honestly don't remember where we were at. I know you had the coop, so you've had that yeah. a while now. You've had that a couple of years now. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, the coop. Um, you've had a 720 or two. Did we do, did we have a chat about going to pick up the 720 of Red Bull and Regrets? I don't think we've chatted about that. I don't know if we did. I don't think we have. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Don't think we did. I mean, it's it's gone now. So, so. <laughs> all right. So, if that's the case, so I think I, last time we spoke about that green D twenty two that I had, the one that I we yeah, bought okay, yep. and I painted it yep. in Raptor. In Raptor. Um, I think so. Yeah, I think we, we. I think we were there. So yeah, that was on the road. I was. That was my runaround car. And then um, had the flares on it, the big Yankees, all that sort of stuff. Um, and then Christmas Eve, a chick decided to cut through traffic, and um, I collected her, doing about 60. 
and it wrote it off. Nice. <laughs> Lovely. It wasn't nice. It's no. um yourself and D twenty twos, like dual cab D twenty twos more so. Mm. Just Yeah, that's right. I did write off I wrote off one a few years ago a um four wheel drive diesel. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was a good one. So another one not my fault. I got hit from behind, standing still at eighty Ks they hit me. So that one got written off. Um but yeah, so that one went and then Obviously, because it was Christmas Eve, um, insurance goes, yeah, no worries, we'll sort that out in the new year. Well, that was that was Christmas Eve, so we probably haven't talked about that either. No, because and then it was four days later, we went for a road trip down to Albury for Red Bull and Regret, we'll call it. <laughs> uh, talk to us about that. Was I was there. It was amazing. I mean... Yeah. I feel like I, I could have helped you out more in the, in the situation, but I was I was so dumbfounded in what we were sort of confronted with when we went to go pick up this 720. What we've seen, yeah, yeah, everything, it just... So there was a 720 dual cab white um, slam dunked on a set of Sunrages for sale on Marketplace. Uh, I think it started off at about eight and a half grand and it weaseled its way down and... Um, I think I ended up buying it for about eighteen hundred bucks or something, or fifteen hundred bucks. I can't remember exactly what it was. Anyway, it was around eighteen hundred. Eighteen hundred. Yeah. So we'd agreed on that. Um, I convinced the wife to let me borrow the X Trail and take the X Trail down with a car trailer, which it did really, really well. It actually did really well towing. We were um, both very surprised, except for the. Um, Almost running out of fuel on the way back. Remember? Oh yeah, that's right. Had the fuel light come on, and then more like coasting down hills. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, automatic X trail with a car trailer and a seven twenty on it. Um, no, yeah, no electric brakes. <laughs> no electric brakes. The, the trailer itself had electric brakes, but we weren't running them. Oh, Is that right? I think so. I don't yeah. think it had the mechanical uh, brake. I was. <laughs> yeah, we ran the gauntlet. That's for sure. A <laughs> big time. Um, so yeah, we we did the did the run down. Left early in the morning. Got down there. Um, we got there and I think I messaged old mate and said, oh, we're here. He's oh, we're down in a sec. And old mate come down and uh, he, yeah, I think he may have been stoned, I think, when he come out. For sure, 100%. Yeah, um, two flat tyres. Apparently he cleaned it out. I don't know what he cleaned out of it, but there was like cans of Red Bull, empty cans of Red Bull, or somewhat empty cans of Red Bull in there, and all sorts of stuff. And yeah, it reeked of it reeked of Red Bull that had been spilt on the floor probably six months ago. Yeah, um, it was on the deck. Uh, Give me the keys. He start. He goes. I'll start it up as I started up. Uh, exhaust leak city. Oh, it's straight out that. of the inlet manifold. Oh, I forgot about that. And I looked straight at this guy selling it, and he goes, oh, it's got a bit of an exhaust leak. I said, oh, thanks for telling me that. <laughs> what do you think? So, like, what's, a, what's a drive from here to Aubrey? What, what was it? Was it six hours or five and a half hours or something? I think it was like five and a half, yeah. Five and a half hours. So we've driven five and a half hours down there to pick this thing up. Then tells me it's got a inlet exhaust leak, was manifold leak. Um... Yeah, two flat tyres. Lucky I had the little compressor with me so we could pump the tyres up. It just There was just lots of things that weren't right. He wasn't... He didn't tell me about. Um, 
you know, stereo being ripped out, wires hanging out of the dash, and the seats. Apparently, the seats. Oh, the trim. That was why he bought it because apparently the trim was pretty good. And then I pulled the seat cover back and looked at the split seats, and he goes, "Oh, that's the only problem with the trim, but just the seats are a bit split." And I said, "I thought you said the trim was mint." And he goes, "Oh, it is when you got the seat cover on." And I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> so, anyway, in the end, I just said to him, well, I think I think we just found the title for this episode. It's meant when the seat cover's on. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, I said to him, all right, no worries. Um, let's just do it. I looked at looked at you and I just said, let's just get the ramps out, man, and get this thing on the trailer. Eh? I've got to get, it, get out of here before something happens. So, I said to him, go get me a receipt. I'll write me a receipt. So anyway, we're pumping the tyres up on this thing. Static's got the ramps and that ready on the trailer, and he comes down anyway. He comes down with a piece of paper and a Sharpie. And I'm like, okay, this, this will be interesting. And then he proceeded to lay down on the concrete and write a receipt. I, whatever his name was, um, Stoner, um, sold, sold my ute. Seven twenty, eighteen hundred dollars, and that was the receipt that I got. I just said, "Yeah, all good, man. No worries." So, and that was it. Drove it out, drove it on the trailer. We strapped it on, and off we went and headed back to Sydney. But um, that was one of the weirdest car pickups I think I've ever, I've ever. It is, it's definitely the strangest one I've ever been at. I was so dumbfounded. Like, I honestly feel like I should have been there, going, "Hey, man, like this isn't." This isn't eighteen hundred dollars, you know what I mean? I feel yeah. like I should have been that guy, like almost doing good cop, bad cop sort of thing. I feel like I should have been bad cop, going, "No, this is oh. a, this is an absolute junk pile," and, and try to get you something off. Because it definitely, it wasn't even worth that money. I think, I think it was a lot of. I had the fuckets by that stage, and I had the shits and everything that had gone on previous days with the other Navara. Um, I was, I just want to get this thing home. So, anyway. So we got it home, got it off the trailer, parked it in the driveway, and I cleaned it out and whatever else, and just started to check over a lot of things anyway. Then the next day, I'm like, that floor doesn't feel right, eh? And then, yeah, I proceed to pull the vinyl back on the floor and um, to see what wasn't there. It was a bit of sheet metal folded over and sat over the top of the chassis, which I could see through the floor, and um, the other leftover rusty pieces of floor pan that were there. And you know, I just, yeah, it was all downhill from there, eh? So I think I got it, I got it registered. I got a dodgy for it and got it registered. Drove it around a couple of times. The clutch was stuffed in it, so I did a clutch in it. Um, over that break, got it running again with the four speed. I think I drove it maybe three more times. <laughs> Pulled the motor out of it then, and I'm like, I'm going to put the twin cam out of the Navara in it. So, got paid out for the Navara so I could strip it. So, we stripped it, and um, we got halfway through making engine mounts. And then, yeah, I just I lost interest in it. I was done then, I just had enough. Um, in that at that same time, I 
had my little blue 720 up for sale with the stroker. Um, somebody bought the stroker out of it, and so I pulled the motor out of that and then used the old L18 that was in the rusty one, put that into my blue 720, and then uh, sold the 720 to a mate. I uh, went down the coast, and um, so that, yeah, so the blue stroker ute's gone. Uh, has since, since been sold again, now, and it has gone to Queensland. Um, and then, yeah, so it, it got to the point with this little rusty dual cab. Uh, I had floor pans I'd bought for it, had all the intentions of, of going through with that. And then we, um, I cut the floor pan, what was left of it, in the driver's side, and it just... I think I got a bit scared. I was looking at it, and then I'm looking at you know there's rust in the front tie rail, there's rust in the in the skirts. Then I pulled the scuttle off, and there was rust in the in the plenum under the windscreen. And I'm just like, where did like where does it end? Like where do I weld this new metal to? What do I weld it to? <laughs> That's factory rust. Yeah. <laughs> so I um, <clears throat> then sort of yeah we sort of regrouped a bit and. Um, Got on Marketplace again and Gumtree and found another 720 then, dual cab white uh, in orange. So I thought, okay, all right, well, let's let's go get this one anyway. So I went up to Orange and picked this one up off a farm, been on <clears throat> on a few farms from Orange originally. Um I think I paid twelve hundred bucks for it, or a thousand, twelve hundred bucks. Um, he said it ran, but it run and then it it stopped. End up being um, shit in the fuel tank. Uh, it had an L eighteen four speed as well, uh, white with like a brown, like triple pinstripe down yep. the side, uh, which is pretty cool. Had some pretty wicked patina and stuff on it. Uh, got that one home. It had another engine in the back with a torn tarp over it. Anyway, pulled the cover off, and it was a early single cam C eighteen like, yeah, turbo right. motor. Yeah, cool. Um, which I offloaded, sold to someone for five hundred bucks. So, um, and then yeah, that one's become the the, the new seven twenty that I've got at home now. That uh, I stripped a few bits out of the other rusty one, and the other rusty one went to scrap. Um, the twin cam motor I sold off to a mate um, that was meant to be going into another 720, that twin cam, but I don't know what's happening with that at the moment. Um, so, yeah, so I've got another dual cab 720 that's on a Storic Rego. It's just, yeah, I put a five-speed in it, slammed it, put um, tear fields on it uh, and rear split window in it. That got passed around a group group of us and I finally put it in. Um, and that's really about it. Seven twenty wise, it's uh, it's sitting under the carport at the moment, waiting on the extractor's exhaust. It's got the hairline crack in the manifold, and the exhaust sounds like shit. So that's that's where I'm at with seven twenties. That's the only seven twenty I've got now. I've only got one seven twenty. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> the, the the rusty one, man. Like you sent me pictures of the floor in it. <laughs> Oh, and, yeah. and I started rocking in my chair like it was it was Flashbacks. some trauma it was some trauma man yeah, <laughs> it just wasn't... reminded me of mine I'm like no not again yeah no it wasn't good <laughs> oh, but it was there was other things too so when I went okay I'm going to strip it now I got underneath and one of the U-bolts one of the sides of it was snapped off so there was only yeah. like 
like in the two U bolts each side, one had a full U bolt and the other one had like three quarters of a U bolt. Yeah. Things like that, man. Like and this, and this guy. I later found him on TikTok and there was videos of the car, them doing helis in parks in it and whatever else and and then there was there was video of us floating it on the trailer and all this big sob story about it and then I, because I messaged him, I said if you're interested and you want to buy it back, you can buy it back off me Yeah. and he wanted to but never turned up so yeah. I think he was, you know I remember him telling us a big sob story and oh yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it had to go though so he's, he's, he could spend the, the money and fix his R31 yeah so he yeah. was doing it tough he had a was it an AU as well XR8 yeah. or something he had there. no it was an AU I think it was just a six cylinder yeah AU. gotcha and um, um yeah he's doing it tough how he can only sort of get one car going and yeah yeah but I actually cool, man. thinking that but I think when we were dro- we were driving back from Albury and my other mate that used to live in South Australia. He moved. Uh, he was. I think he's in the Victorian border or New South Wales border or somewhere in, inland. There, he rung me on Messenger, remember? And he said, yeah. "You didn't just buy that Ute, did you?" And I said, "Yeah." And he and he started rolling off all the things that were wrong with it. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, where were you ten hours ago? Yeah. What did you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that's the the story of uh, Red Bull and regret. Yeah, Short-lived. that's um, that is by far that'll that'll go down in the in the, <laughs> in the, in the history books of the weirdest encounter I've ever had picking was, up a car, man. Very odd. Very we've odd. been to some strange places picking up cars, and that was the weirdest. Yeah, we, we, we've seen some weird Drive, stuff. Hey? Driveway in Albury, so weird. Yeah, <laughs> an apartment building or it was all this. Yeah, yeah. Far out. Yeah, nice. All right, so moving on from that, where where are we at now? What have you got going on now? Well, we're not in my garage. We're at your place, mate. I'm feeling a little bit, you know, this isn't Wayne's basement. You know, no, that's right. <laughs> isn't that weird? Um, yeah, but, and all fancy mics and everything. Like, yeah, yeah we've you've upgraded stepped, You've a stepped it up a bit, mate. Yeah, moving, yeah. Up, moving up in the world. Enough, it's, it's one of those things, like, even from the get-go, when we're sort of around a wine barrel with the with the phone, we're like, oh, this audio is no good. I need to pick this audio up. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so it's just one of those things on our sort of got a mic and a mixer and a uh, big shout out to Scotty from Redactive Audio for the hookup on the mixer uh, yeah. if he's listening um, but yeah just he's, he's helped me out sort of immensely sort of getting everything set up and sort of I had the right idea I just needed to talk to someone that knew what they were talking about because yep. I'm not an audio guy um, so yeah he pretty much told me that the ideas the ideas that I was having to sort of get this set up decent um, were, was on the right path. So, oh, look, the sound quality kills it now. Like you listening to those, um, to them, you know, and the the, the podcast is awesome. Like, yeah. look, you know, back in the day, I don't think it was that bad, really, from a phone and what we were actually doing. Look, it, it wasn't. In all honesty, it wasn't that bad. No, nah. but there's you know, like yeah, like my ear picks up different things than others might. You know, so yeah. But I don't don't do them well, man. And um, the idea with what what I've got, we're trying to make it portable, which is really cool. So I can actually get out to tracks with it. I can get to shows with it, maybe. I don't know. But yeah, yeah, we'll see see how it goes and get moving around. It should be good. Yeah, mad. So, um, what now that we've got your your one and only seven twenty now? 
Yes. Um, how have we sort of progressed on from there? Because there's more. Oh, yeah, it's, there's, it's, there's it's always... Shonky's yeah. garage. There's, yeah, there's, there's always, always more. The evolving door of, <laughs> of, of junk. Um, well, yeah, Christmas Eve, that morning before I smashed the ute, I went out to Campbelltown and I picked up a... I'd have bought a V-Star that morning. Oh, man, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I bought a, bought a V-Star um, from an old dude who had it from new or whatever and was dying of cancer and couldn't ride anymore, obviously, and picked that up for a steal, brought it home, and then I was I just left MCA, went and bought myself a new helmet. Probably should have been wearing it when I had the accident, but I was literally on the same road, on Blakey Road, where I had the accident, yeah. so, um, and then yeah, so I had that for a while. Uh, I only just got rid of that bike the other night. Um, yeah, I did a clutch and did ape hangers on it and all that sort of stuff. Did the the Yamaha sort of th- scene with it and had it for a bit, and it just uh, I just don't have the time to ride it, so it's better off sort of offloading that and moving it on. So um, moved that one on, and then. Uh, I um I had a patrol, GQ patrol, uh petrol four point two petrol guzzler. Um had that for a bit oh, I don't know, it was probably about nine, ten months or something like that. Um offloaded that and I've bought a Iveco daily van. <laughs> <laughs> the long wheelbase jewelry wheel, high top, stand up in it and yeah, you've still got room between your head and the roof. Um, it's got a little, it's a little bit of a side sort of gig that I'm looking at doing with that. So I've bought that, so I'm setting that up at the moment. Um, I might keep that under wraps for the time being, and I'll see how this pan, how it pans out, and, and we can pump that down the track maybe. Yeah, sweet. Um, and then yeah, I bought so because I've got that. And my coupe and the 720 sort of not going. I was like, oh, the van, I can't fit into car parks because it's a little bit too long it's and a little bit tall. Meters tall. Yeah, yeah, it's like a double, <laughs> like a double decker bus. Um, I was like, oh, I need something, just a banger to run around in. So one afternoon, I was home. Uh, Mrs. had just finished work, working from home. Um, about to have a glass of wine, and I go to a how do you feel about going for a quick run over to Hoxton Park? And she goes, what for? <laughs> oh, I just bought a ute. She's like, what? And I was like, yeah. She's like, oh, oh my God. So I drove over to, we drove over to Hoxton Park and um, I bought another D22 single cab with a um, service body on the back, an old Telstra truck um, with the, of course, having a twin cam KA in it. Of yeah. course. Um, so, yeah, so on the way over there, I was like, oh, I'll have to pull that service body off. I'll just have a quick squeeze and just see if there's any trays. Anyone's got, like, a cheap tray that I can slap on. And then did a quick search and found there was a guy selling a single-cab tub in the Oaks, which is, like, 20 minutes from here. Only you can find this stuff, hey? And then just so I messaged him, and by the time I got to the <coughs> ute, I'd already bought the tub for 400 bucks and was picking that up, like, the next day or whatever it was. <laughs> and, um... Yeah, bought the ute and then yeah, bought it home and got the got the tub the next day and then that weekend, um, I proceeded to pull the the uh, service body off and um, I think I messaged you about halfway through undoing all the bolts and I'm thinking to myself, how the freaking hell am I going to get this thing off? 
So anyway, I went out the front with it after I'd unbolted it all, took my engine crane out there and some, like, logs and <laughs> my stance and stuff and then had, like, straps on all four corners on top of the engine crane with it extended all the way up and I still couldn't quite get it high enough. And um, by this stage, I think you come down the street, like we're driving down the street, yeah. you, know, you can just see the look on your face as you drove past and you're looking like going... What the fucking hell is he doing? <laughs> and there's yeah, the engine crane and there's timbers and shit jammed underneath it. And I'm trying to clear the back wheels of the ute to try and drive it out from under it. But um, yeah, we got there. Yeah, we got there. It was um, it was something special. <laughs> nothing sketchy at all, mate. <laughs> they don't go you shocky for nothing. Nah, nah. My good. Yeah. yeah, that was a death trap. Yeah. So I have a yeah have a single cab D21 at the moment. There's a run around and uh, that weekend just pulled the I pulled the leaf packs apart because it had seven leaf spring like seven leaves in each sort of leaf pack for the um, the weight. Yep. So pulled them apart and then you had a spare set here that I pulled apart and made like a three leaf pack for for it each side and threw some blocks in it and. Yeah, it's got the tub on it. It's got the the deer fields on it now off the 720 at the moment. Um, yeah, that's about it, really. It's just a banger runaround car at the moment that's getting a few little eBay, eBay sort of love items that I've sort of yeah. picking up here and there for it. But um, it's not really meant to be anything. It's just a runaround. So that's how they all start anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, nice. Is that, is that as caught up with everything now? I think, is that where you're at? I think so. About, oh, yeah. I'm sure there's been more in the middle there somewhere. Oh, there's been all sorts of little bits and pieces. <laughs> oh, I went to, went to, we went to all Jap Day um, at Eastern Creek oh, yeah. a couple of weeks yeah. back, uh, in November. Um, I took the coupe. Uh, it was a sort of shortened time um for the event because the event got rained out i think which was may or june or something like that yep. got flooded in um so yeah, it was an evening event started at 5 30 6 o'clock and went till i think it was 10 30 11 uh had the coupe there got three lots of track time out just in the cruise sessions which was awesome um got to have a few squirts with a few other cars and then went to roll racing and uh, got one running, I run out of time, um, and then I come back around and they said, "Oh, it's eliminations," and I went, "Oh, okay, no worries." So, it's a first, my first time at roll racing, and uh, yeah, I end up getting pulled up next to a Evo, one of those ones that's won it half a dozen times. So obviously I got knocked out first round, <laughs> but um, I got taught a lesson. Um, but uh, it was it was good fun. It was it was a good thing to. So I've had that car for a very long time, and it's never copped that big a hide name yeah. on the track. Like, full noise, I think there was a couple of times they told us, oh, 120 down the straight, 120, 130Ks, you know, little skip power skids is all right, no burnouts, donuts, rah-rah. At one stage, me and one of the other boys were, like, racing down the straight. I was doing 180, 190. We got to, you know, yeah. it was fucking hectic, but <clears throat> it was really good, really fun. So... Yeah. Um, it's sort of, I think it's sort of given me that little bit of an ignite that I want to, yeah, get to a bit more of that and maybe a power cruise event or something like yeah. that. And 
It'll be good, man. Like you've had that car a long time, and, and that's like the first sort of thing like that you've really taken it to. Hey, like yeah. it's it's always been you know like your cars and coffees and things like that where yeah. you just sort of sit and admire and always, sort of walk around, have a chat, have I a coffee, I, and whatever else. But getting to a show like something like that, it's look at the end of the day, look, it's not a it's not a show car. It's it's yeah. far from a show car. It's just a it's just a street car, and it's not doesn't make a million horsepower like all these other guys, but. You know, and I've always been worried about. Oh, if I take it to that, someone runs into it, or all these excuses I always used to pump into my head, like, oh, if this happens or that happens, and I'm like, you know what, man, just take it. If something happens to it, tow it home and we'll fix it. Yeah. It's a car. At the yeah. end of the day, so and yeah, man. Like, at the end of the day, I drove it home that night after the yeah. hiding at Colts. Yeah. So I, I can't complain. It, it did really, really well. So. Yeah, that's good, man. It'd be, good, be cool to see it out at more events mm. like that. Yeah. Oh, that's that's the plan, I think. Let's try and get it out to more events. So Nice. Yeah. What's happening with you, man? Um, so, not too long ago, I had a chat with uh, a gentleman by the name of Danny Probert, and we had a good chat about the Navara, about yeah. my D22. Um, things have changed drastically since that conversation and this conversation happened not two weeks ago so um things change quick yeah. and almost instantly after that episode mm. uh, i'm not going to say too much about what it is that it will be being built but it's going to be a different build it's something that i'm way more excited about the d22 for me i mean I've, i love d22s but for me it's just been a bit eh, you know what i mean like it's it's always been that thing i've been happy to be building but the enthusiasm it look at the end of the day behind yeah. it yeah, it was yeah. just kind of i kind of settled yeah i totally get it um so what i what i am doing is picking up another car very shortly um something much shorter like i spoke about in the episode uh i wanted to shorten the wheelbase and sort of bring it a bit closer to to something that is more drift spec anyway uh, this thing is pretty well spot on for that. Um, so it it doesn't cut out the work I'm going to be doing. I'm still going to be doing the same amount of work no matter which way I go about it. But the D22 is essentially going to become a donor car for that. Yeah, so the heart of the, the D22. Yeah. And for anyone sort of thinking that might be some kind of giveaway, it's not at all. <laughs> There, the, the engine I'm putting into it, you know, it, it's not a giveaway to what the car might be at all. Um, it definitely doesn't share the same badge. No, it does not. Um, for for me, for me, it's about <coughs> building something unique, something that will um, stand out a little bit, mm-hmm. um, just enough to 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 be paid attention to a little bit. And it's more so for me about the work that I'm going to put into it. Yeah, and hopefully that is what stands out with it. Um, again, trying to get into like the fabrication side of things, I kind of want to, like, a, like I was going to do with the D twenty two, use it as a bit of a business card. It's going to be the same thing with that. So, yep. um, just a different way of going about it now. You could say that, but I feel like it's it's a better start for where I want to be heading. Oh look, it's it's definitely more you. Yeah. Um, so to, to to clarify, Shonky knows what it is, but you guys don't get to just yet. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah. So like, look at the end of the day, the the D twenty two was more of a that fell in your lap. Yeah. Um, and it was work with what you had. Yep. 
and by all means, it's not a bad thing what you've done. I think you've done a done a mad job on it, like to get it to where it is now, and and actually you've had it out on the track, man. Yeah. Like, that's awesome. Like it's a bit sad. Like I think oh, it's got shows so much potential that car, even as it is. Like I think it does. Um, it definitely does. Like I won't say that it doesn't. But yeah, yeah. But yeah, you've got your heart set on you know on on this other vehicle and. Um, you know, yeah, I'm I'm pretty interested to see how it how it all comes about. Yeah, pretty it's, keen. It's one of those things. Like I'm, even when I was speaking to my wife about it, you know, like yeah. she kind of broke it down. And and she's a, she's meant to be the voice of reason, right? She's meant to be the one saying, no, you're not spending your money on this. But she goes, she essentially said, you absolutely have to spend your money on this. Oh. You know, she said, you know, when you when whenever I see your work on the D22, or you're talking about it, it's just a bit. Eh. But any time you see one of these other cars on the road, at all, mm. like you're super excited just to see it. You know, yeah. like you, you, you're pointing it out, and yeah, yeah you're always right. jumping out of your seat when you see it. Um, so yeah, I that was pretty much. You know what? You're right. Yeah, that's right. And I'd kind of be silly not to. So. As much like I had really good plans, really cool plans for the D22, and I was really excited for them. Hopefully that that sort of might have come through in that episode with Danny Probert. Um, I was super excited to see see out what I was going to do with it. Yeah. Um, so I'm a, a little a little upset that that's not going to come through now, but at the same time I'm way more excited for what's going to happen with this other thing. So. So. But still, I suppose you could always, like the D22. You, at the end of the day, if someone offered you the right money, you could offload that as a, a whole thing, really, and then that could open up something else for the other vehicle. That's, that's very true. Like it's it's one of those things. I'm gonna wait till I've got the other car here before I start pulling anything apart. Do some measurements, and so it could still go as a like the D22 could still be sold as a complete unit right yeah. now yeah uh obviously until i start pulling it apart then yeah game over yeah for that um just at, at the same time with that it could be a case of i might keep the tub sides yeah and the cab and the guards mm. if i can tuck them away somewhere you know what i mean like yeah and then that can be something i do down the track yep yeah well that's Definitely so something you could look at. That's something I literally just thought of right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at you puzzled like... Hmm? Yeah, like, oh, yeah, that could happen. Yeah, that that could be something that happens, you know what I mean? Like if I can sort of strategically cut things the way I wanted to because, you know, like the, the tub sides and the um, guards were going to become fiberglass anyway. Yeah. I was essentially going to shorten the tub sides down, um, flare things out and make fiberglass moulds yeah. to actually make fiberglass panels um, for that so that can still happen yeah yeah look anything's no, possible can... just wait till we get this other one here yeah. and yeah. I think and we go from there for sure but um yeah so you're not gonna not gonna drop any hints on, on what it could be I will say that I've owned one before yeah right you've owned one before have you I've owned one before yeah, okay. That's as far as that goes. That's just for the moment. Just for the moment. Yeah, until until I've got it here. Yeah. 
till it's a hundred. I mean, it's it's a certainty. I've, I've paid the deposit, and you and I are going to pick it up. Yes, yes, we are. Um, but until it's here, so uh, probably early in the new year. Um, in, I guess if if we're going to have a quick chat about early in the new year, um, I think for for what I've got currently recorded, we're going to probably push into the new year with um with episodes. Uh, but I'm pretty well going to give myself January off. Yeah. So don't don't stress everybody. It's not going to be like last year where I stopped in November and didn't come back till June or July. Uh, it's not going to be another six month gap. Um, but I'm um, yeah, I've sort of been really burning the candle at both ends, trying to get things happening lately. And um, I, yeah, I just need to give myself a bit of time off from it. Um, so I'll give myself January off, and we'll come back in February. Yeah, is the plan. Yeah, that's it, man. Why not? Um, and you've and and then to add into it, you started paintballing again. And yeah, yeah, we haven't spoken about that, have we? I um, I don't know if I have or not. I don't think I have. But yeah, I've picked up paintball again. So I've, I don't know. It, it um, it all stemmed from watching a, a live stream. Yeah. Um, the tournament series I used to play you now live streams from the field, which is pretty cool to watch. Yeah. Um, and. Yeah, like, I mean, sort of the same time the year before, I went to take uh, my youngest daughter out because she was sort of watching it with me and goes, oh, that's really cool. I said, do you want to go and watch it for real? She's like, what do you mean? I said, we can, like, I know these people. We can go and watch this. Yeah. And um, so I took, she, she was keen as, I took her out there and there's no spectator areas oh. because um, the owners had changed, had bought a new field. Their field got ploughed pretty much out at Rouse Hill. Um, they were always on borrowed time there, like yeah. it was rental land, and yeah, um, that's all housing estate. Uh, not yet; it's just all flattened Cleared. at the moment. Yeah, yeah. but um, you know, developers finally said it's time we're clearing it, and yeah. now it's sat there for like nearly two years, just empty. Um, but yeah, so they they you know bought managed to purchase a new field, um, or new to them, and they're now running out of there. Which is which is really cool, but unfortunately the car park there is not as big. They don't have like they used to have like an overflow car park at Rouse Hill. Now they don't have that as such. Yep. Um, they don't have the same sort of entryway they used to have, where you could sort of, you know, you could pop your your wife and kids sort of in a little corner there where they could spectate the main field. Yep. They don't kind of have that, and um, although the age for paint to play paintball now is down to 12 oh wow um just they still legally can't have anyone in live fire areas that's under 12 yeah okay so um you know my my youngest at the time was 8 so unfortunately it's a no go yeah so that was a bit of a disappointment we'd sort of driven that far to to yeah. go oh no you're best off just watching the live stream like oh, we were doing that <laughs> Um, but yeah, so uh, this year I went and watched the uh, second last round. I was just sitting here on the on the couch uh, watching it on my phone. I'm almost like, why don't you just go out there? Just go and watch. And knowing from like yeah, from what I knew the the year before, I'm like, well, I can't now because I need a pair of goggles. And I've, I went and had a look, and all my goggles were destroyed, like just age and they yeah. perish. Like it's been almost a decade yeah, since wow. I played. Um, <coughs> you know, the goggles had all perished. Like you can see, just there, like that's an old strap and, a, and an earpiece oh, yeah. from one. The, the rest is toast. Um, so I'm like, well, if I go out, it means I got to buy another pair of goggles, and you know what that means. 
you open that can of worms. <laughs> yeah. I said, you know, like if I'm buying if I'm buying goggles, I'm buying good ones. They're not going to be rubbish. Um, and you know, like anyone that knows the sport, they're, they're pretty expensive. Mm. Um, like a a good like a they a good set'll start at two fifty and go anywhere up to like four fifty essentially. Yeah. Um. So she's like, so. <laughs> Again, meant to be the meant to be my voice of reason. I should have words with her. She's meant to be my voice of reason. She's she, she's failing, <coughs> not in a bad way though. Um, she goes, so what? If you end up playing, you end up playing. That's it. She goes, you know, like it was a really cool time in your life. You really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I'm like. You know what? You're right again. She's she's barely ever wrong. I can I can tell that. There much. you go, mate. Um, so yeah, I um, that escalated quick, real quick. <laughs> so that was what was that? I think it was August or September. Um, by the next round, which was not, it was like two and a half to three months later. By the next round, I've essentially got my old team back together. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> So yeah, essentially got all the all the um, not not even so much old boys, but all the all the old teams sort of are keen. That's awesome. And we've got a few of the <coughs> excuse me, a few of the guys from from back in the day uh, that are really keen to sort of start playing again. So we're looking February February eighteenth, I think, is the first round of that series again yep. next year. So um, yeah, we'll definitely be looking at that. The problem I'm going to face, though, is the division we're in, because I pretty much made a, a commitment that we're, I'm going to ECC every year from now on because we've just recently been to that as well. Um, the problem with that is my the the division that I'll be in actually plays like the Masters, which is the final round of the year. That weekend. That weekend. Which is a big part of why I haven't been to been to many ECCs. Yeah, right. Since, since it started, a big part of that was every single tournament, every, like the last tournament of every year, which is the big one. That's kind of where the series ends and yeah, the series okay. winners are, are crowned. Um, being in the pro division <coughs> back then, that was always the big one to be at. That was where all the teams brought all the um, like the overseas players over, and it was like it was just the biggest event of the year. So it was we don't miss that. Yeah. Oh. So um, now I've got choices to make. Oh, yeah. Um, so but with with that, you know, I mean, I'm tipping nearly 130 kilos at the moment. I thought I was out of shape when I was playing paintball at 100. Yeah, right. So that's thirty kilos ago. <laughs> so I've um, I've actually joined the gym up here as well, which is which is cool. Yeah. Um, spoken with one of the trainers there; she's written me out a program, and I've sort of been jumping into that. So hopefully, I can drop a bit of weight and get myself moving again. Yeah, right. Which is um, yeah, which is a big thing. So uh, yeah, but. Sort of on the on the gear side of things, it's escalated quickly as you can sort of see in front of you there. I've, yeah. got, I've gone from the the one paintball gun yeah. that I've had all the way through. That was the first paintball gun I ever bought. Um, I've now got 
one of the old team guns that I never got. I pretty much stopped right as that deal came through. Yep. Um, and I've got one of the uh, one of the team guns from another team that I also played on at the same time. When we were full on into it, I played. I was playing like two to three different tournament series on two to three different teams. And yeah, right. Um, Jeez. Yeah. So I don't plan on getting that far into it again. But it's it's for me those guns like they're eleven years old. Eleven years old at best. Yep. Um, and they're just not catered for anymore. Like the, the, yeah, okay. the aftermarket just isn't there for them anymore yep. because uh, the paintball industry just moves really quickly as far as new models of, of paintball gun and all that sort of gear. So yep. they're, they're old, they're outdated, um, they're not really supported anymore, so they'll eventually become wall pieces, you know what I mean? But yep. at the moment, they're, they're guns for teams that I played on. So Yeah, okay. They've got that little bit of sentimental sort of value to me. Um, so I've, I've now got three, and I'll be looking to buy a new one that's essentially like brand new and yeah. will be reliable for as long as I'll be playing into the future anyway. Yeah, that's mad. So, yeah, that's um, a cost I definitely didn't need to take on because now that's an ongoing cost forever. <laughs> But, um, yeah, my wife was 100% right. Like, it was a time in my life I really enjoyed. Yeah. And, um, oh, well, if, you, if you enjoy something like that, then why yeah. not? Yeah. And it, it kind of... Well, uh, I spoke with Jack Merritt recently, and um, I spoke to him about the fact that I left mini truck and I went to paintball. So it kind of took me away from the car scene for a while, and that's yeah. one thing I definitely don't want it to do right now. Yeah. Um, I think that's probably more the fear that I have rather than the financial. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want it to do what it did before and pull me right out of that scene. I think, but you've got your sort of mindset on this fabrication and everything yeah, else and yeah. you want that to be your future. Yeah. So I think... I don't think you've got to worry about that, man. No. I think, it, look, it, and it's it's not a bad thing to have something that's not in the same category you know like have another hobby yeah. that's not in the same category it doesn't doesn't hurt man yeah, like, that's right. so it's good because I suppose you know all your eggs in one basket you know what I mean that, that that old saying but you know what I mean it's good to have a break from one thing to go do something else to get your mind off of it you know cause yeah absolutely in the middle of fabricating things you know what I mean you can just imagine how frustrating things are going to be at times where you're going to get frustrated because yeah. you're trying to work something out you can't and you're like oh this is fucked your hands are in the air and you're just oh, I'm going to go I can nail someone with some paintballs you know and just go take your mind off it you know yeah. why not yeah. so absolutely but um yeah, uh, I think it's a good thing, man. So yeah, that's that's where I'm at. That's yeah, awesome. I'm, um, on the podcast side of things, I'm looking to—I don't know how long it's going to take—but I'm looking to sort of get or everything you sort of see in front of you at the moment uh, into uh, a studio of sorts. In air quotes, um, I was looking around Penrith, and they had like little 14 square meter offices for like 120 a week you know yep. what I mean so yeah, okay. um, that's kind of where the idea for Patreon came in yep. if I, I guess I really haven't properly spoken about that I know I kind of um, pushed it a little before the, the episodes and all that sort of gear but that's where the idea for that came if I can sort of start to offset a little bit of that cost I mean the gear that I've put into this the cost has been immense anyway um, that's not cheap I do spend a lot of time doing it yeah um, so you know, like 
you you understand yourself like time isn't cheap either no no, Um, so if I don't think I'm being selfish sort of putting that out there Um, but yeah if it can sort of start to help offset the cost of something like that yeah I feel like again like picking the the audio quality up and just the quality in general you know like it's it's really weird to say to someone hey man do you want to come to my lounge room and do a podcast you know like yeah um do you like poor lollies yeah (laughs) that's right you know and, and credit to the people who have come and and had a chat like here on the podcast um because some of those dudes didn't know me at all. Yeah. Um, so that's that's a big move, you know what I mean? Like going to some Isn't random it? guy's house. But not only that, too, you're inviting them into your home. Like that, you, that, and that's that's the flip side, too, you know? Yeah, like yeah, so I haven't met them at the same time, and I'm inviting the them the into my home. There, so so um, I feel like it'll be a more professional environment, too. It'll give me somewhere to go, and while I'm there, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's so easy here to get distracted because everything's going on here. I'm in my lounge room, you know, like, mm. and it's not that I don't like my children or my wife, but, yeah. you know, like, they're, they're just over there, so you're kind of always checking in and what they're doing, or, or then you kind of scroll on your phone and yeah. whatever else. So I know that if I've got something like that, once I'm there, like, it'll be a thing I might go to for an hour every afternoon or something like that when I get yeah. on the way home, but I know when I'm there... I've got that hour to get something done, so I feel like it's going to be more productive. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. Um, yeah, and then I can actually set it up as a yeah more professional environment. Yep. Um, get all the soundproofing going on because I don't have any of that here. Yeah. I'm literally relying on the microphones to be really good. Yeah. Which um, I'm very happy with them at the yeah, moment. Yeah, they're great. So, um, yeah, so that's I guess a bit of a bit of that. That's why if if it sort of came out of nowhere that I started pushing the uh, the Patreon stuff, that's why I'm kind of yeah. I've I've have set up the name as a business, um, and I, I do <coughs> want to start doing some more merchandise. Um, that's not to say I'm not happy with uh, certified printing. I'm very happy with sort of what they're doing for me. That yeah. more than happy to continue to have them do shirts and things like that. But I'm looking to do hats, key rings. Uh, just all sorts of like little things, you know, like pop plugs. Um, <laughs> we can look into that, you know, if that's something you're into. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm not here to judge. You can have a stand at Lox Expo or something like that, yeah. mate. You know, yeah, I'm not here to dorms. judge. You know, like, yeah, that's it. So, you know, like, I mean, the logo is like a ray of sunshine, isn't it? So it is. It is. The sun can shine out. That's exactly right, mate. I'm not against that at all. <laughs> Can throw, can throw you off, off the, yeah. off that's, the track. That's that first gutter that we just hit. Yeah. <laughs> we can hit those yeah. gutters. Don't worry about that. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah, I guess, man, I, I think that's sort of everything caught up. I, I don't yeah. know. Is there anything else you've got? Oh. You're going gonna to hold on to, to your um, yeah. sort of side I mean, thing yeah, for the moment? Just hold on to it for now a little bit. Yeah. And, um, I've still got a little bit of work to do there, so... But, uh, yeah, it's all right. It's something else that's coming up, so it's all good. Yeah, but, yeah there's not much else really happening, eh? In my end, it's um, same old, same old. So, yeah. But yeah. Uh, it's almost Christmas. Yeah, absolutely. So, I, think I might sort of... I don't know how the episodes sort of work out. I might have just scooped a couple of episodes um, by talking about them. If I sort of put this out, try and get this out, maybe... 
right before Christmas. We wish everyone a Merry Christmas. Yeah, and, Merry and, Christmas. And all that, all that good gear, the Happy New Year and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, thank you, everybody, for sort of... Um, one staying with me after <laughs> after I left his hanging for six months, um, it was almost like I hadn't stopped at all. As soon as I came back, you know that that sort of listener base was straight back there. So that was really cool. Yeah, it's big. Good. Thank you to you guys, and hopefully next year I can bring you more. Yeah, because I think that it's only been about twenty episodes this year. Um, Still doing all right. The, the man. plan was to do one a week with, you know, obviously like a few weeks here and there. Yeah. Um, so, you know, like that's less than half of the year that I've actually been able to do. But in saying that, I had six months off. So yeah, it that, makes sense. That's, that's it. Um, yeah, so hopefully next year I can sort of be on top of it a bit better and um, book guests a bit better and all that sort of gear. So. Yeah, well, I suppose if anyone out there has got someone who they might know that might want to come on and chat yeah absolutely hit you up man yeah for sure so that's always good to hear also reach out and tell us if there is anything that you want to hear about you know like we're more than happy to sort of um cover cover off on anything that you guys want to hear like the original point of doing this for you and i were to go to shows and yeah talk, right. talk about them and of course we were in lockdown at the, t- at the time yeah, we? it was probably a really bad idea for that yeah. time wasn't it but yeah well let's let's do this but nah you know it is what it is so and i don't think i think in the whole time that this podcast been going you and i might have been at the same show at the same time Maybe twice. Yeah, it hasn't been many, Fair dinkum. Maybe two or three times. So, um, oh, we're so time poor, but that's yeah. the problem. So, yeah. so if there is anything you guys want to see, you want to hear, want covered, uh, feel free to reach out. Let us know on on the Instagrams and and all that sort of gear. It's um, as usual, all the links are in the show notes, and yeah, very easy to get hold of. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, and any questions or anything like that, they want to want us to to answer or ask other people i suppose too that um because you've had that going for a bit too the questions where you've gotten like yeah. get old that like guests that are oh, coming on and dude. <laughs> if I'd, i definitely won't scoop this but if you haven't heard if jack Merritt's episode by now <laughs> his question is a ripper <laughs> it's amazing uh, um yeah that's good. It's a good one. Very good. Well, that might do us, man. Yeah, sounds good. Thanks for coming and hanging out. And no worries. Hopefully, man. this worked. I um I haven't actually tested this gear out properly yet, and this has been a good run for it. So been a good tester. We'll see where we're at. Um, Sweet as. I think the only way I can sort of better figure it out is if I actually wear the headphones the whole time. But then then I'm hearing your voice and my voice at the same time. Yeah. Okay. In my in my ear holes. <laughs> and um. Yeah. I don't think I can handle my voice. Nah, <laughs> I don't know how everyone else does it. Oh, we've all got to put up with it, so, you know. It's, <laughs> Suckers. <laughs> but um, oh, I think it'll work, man. The setup, yeah. It's, it, it's, yeah, it's come a long way. But it's just making sure I've got the levels right and everything seems to look all right, so. Yeah, cool. Making sure what I see is actually what we hear in the end, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully cool, it man. makes your life a little bit easier with the editing side of things. Yeah, absolutely. So that's the plan. Yeah. Cool. Well, right, man, that'll do us. Cool, cool. Cheers. See you later. See ya.
Thank you all so much for listening into this week's show. If you would like to help support the podcast, you can go to certifiedprinting.com.au forward slash shops and search for Gutter to Gutter podcast merch. And there you will find a whole range of merchandise, including double and single sided shirts and hoodies, as well as coffee mugs, tote bags, and coldy holders. You can also support the show via Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Gutter to Gutter podcast if you so wish. Through there, you can ask questions and be acknowledged on the show, as well as the added benefit of knowing which guests are coming up and being able to ask those guests questions directly. Any financial support given by you is put straight back into the podcast to better the quality and give you a better listening and interactive experience. Don't forget to head over and follow Gutter to Gutter Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and now TikTok by searching Gutter to Gutter Podcast. And also, be sure to like and share our posts to help the podcast grow. I would also love it if you would consider leaving a review on your podcast platform of choice. I look forward to bringing you more next week, so please have a great week and look after each other.